want to read a scripture uh, in Second Samuel. Samuel chapter 21 verse 15 2 Samuel chapter 21 verse 15 says and when the Philistines were when the Philistines were at war again with Israel, David and his servants with him went down and fought against the Philistines. And David grew weary. And Ishbi Benob, who was one of the sons of the giants, the weight of whose spear was 300 shekels, who was bearing a new sword, thought he would kill David. But Abishai, son of Zeruah, came to his aid and struck the Philistine. And the men said, David, you shall not go out to battle with us, lest they, you quench the lamp of Israel. And it happened afterwards, there was another battle. I'm just going to refer to this time. David was a mighty king and a mighty warrior, but the Bible says there came a time when he was under a lot of pressure and that he grew weary. And um, the enemy came with a, a new sword. I asked the Holy Spirit, what is this new sword that he's been bringing against the people of God? Daniel chapter 7 says that the enemy's strategies in the last days that he would try and wear out the saints wear them down just wear them out and um, the Bible says that God is the God of all consolation the word consolation means a release from mental pressure and uh, David mighty warrior though he was there came a time when he did what he always knew to do picked up his sword but as he went to fight he was very very tired but you know what God has always got a breakthrough and I want to say for many of you, your breakthrough's in the house. Your breakthrough's in the house. Turn to someone and say, I need you. Turn to someone else and say, you need me. Turn to someone behind you and say, I need you. Turn to someone else and say, you need me. <laughs> now, as we read that account, more giants were destroyed in that time of David's life. Four giants came against him. Ishbi Benob, his, one of the sons of the giants, his name means to ambush fruitfulness, to stop you being fruitful. And then Saf means containment, to box you in, to limit you. Then one called... Goliath. Well, hang on a minute. Didn't David kill Goliath when he was a young man? Absolutely. Mrs. Giant at Gath was like George Foreman. George Foreman, if you know, has got how many sons? Five, and they're all called George. <laughs> so sometimes you go through seasons where you think, didn't I beat that thing? Didn't I see that thing head roll? Yes, you did. 
This is Goliath, Mark 2. And the last giant had no name, but he had six fingers on each hand and six toes on each foot. Speaks about the intimidation, the, the nameless, faceless things that come and try and grip your heart at night when you're lying in bed and trying to go to sleep or whatever. But each of those giants, um, David, as he stood there, God raised up a man called Abishai. Then he raised up a man called Elhanan. Then he raised up a man called um, Sibekai. Did I say that? Anyway, the last one he raised up was called Jonathan. Each one of those names mean an aspect of God that God wants to express in your life. But it's also a word that your breakthrough may come through someone else. Your breakthrough may come through someone else. And God will not leave you defenseless when you're feeling weak. Whether he raises up angels, whether he, he himself manifests himself as each one of those aspects. Elhanna means El God, the God who stoops down to show kindness and generosity. Um, every one of those names is a covenant reflection of God. But it says these words, as you read your Bible there, it says more giants. These four giants were felled by David and his servants. Hang on a minute. He didn't, he didn't actually pick up a sword and fight them, these other guys, each one. But it was attributed to David because he had built relationship, because he had built people around about him. And um, one of the things that um, I found difficult sometimes, you know, when I look back in my early years was finding a friend in the house of God. Being able to reach out and have a close friendship. I remember a particular time when I was going through that uh, incredibly, you know, um, contradictory time. God, if you're so good and loving, why am I going through what I'm going through? And a particular time, I, I remember picking up my bag and worship because I could feel just this, this pain and this sobbing rising within me. And as I, as I was trying to keep it together, because I believe that the scripture said, let the weak say they are strong. You know, though the fig tree is not blossoming, rejoice in the Lord. But there was just some things that I just couldn't work out what was happening as I picked up my bag and, and I went out as people were coming in and I'm going, God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. And I got to my car and, and, and as I'm walking to my car, um, I could hear the, the Lord was saying, this over and over in my mind, my heart, my head. My grace is sufficient for you. My grace is sufficient for you. My grace is sufficient for you. And in my heart, I cried out, but I can't feel it. I can't connect with it. I don't understand it. What do you mean, God? And I sat in my car and, and then cried, had a meltdown, then came back inside the church. And, and um, I'm saying all that to say that I didn't find it easy to make friends. But as I prayed and the Lord brought along, you know, uh, one or two key people and, and, um, and just, uh, you know, friends are born for a time of trouble. Who who would have friends must make himself friendly. And I connected with people in the end that I would never, ever, ever thought I would. People that were very different to me. People that were probably, at times I thought, were better than me, that wouldn't even want to know me. And God has been gracious in that area. So, and, and, you know, and I remarried. I'd been on my own after going through that painful divorce and I remarried. I was on my own for six years and then remarried and well, a wonderful man called Jeff Sparks. 
um, <laughs> I was telling the ladies that I actually, because I was so wanting my children to feel part of this new marriage, I hyphenated my name. And so I used to be Faleen Hill, so I hyphenated it to Faleen Hill Sparks. And I had to come over to um, the South Island um, and I was ministering and I was going from Invercargill to Dunedin and stopped off at a little place called Cromwell. <laughs> a Cromwellite. <laughs> and uh, to, to do a Women's Aglow meeting there. And, um, but they had misspelled my name and were advertising Faleen Hellsparks was coming to town. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> Needless to say, we had a mighty revival. No. <laughs> And I, as I said, I felt like Mrs. Doubtfire coming to town. You know, it's like, who's, who, who on earth would have a name like Bailey Hellsparks? <laughs> so I dropped the name, dropped the hill, which really pleased my husband. Because he would say, who is this Hillsparks? I don't know any Hillsparks. Oh, I my kids, you know. Anyway, one day my husband said to me, he said, we've got no friends. I said, what? He said, we've got no friends. I, I thought... We've got lots of friends. So we don't, we don't actually have people we hang out with. Well, I thought, well, you go fishing. I've got my friends. You know? <laughs> and, and, but anyway, I realized that I had actually got to a stage where I had a lot of acquaintances, but not actually built close friends. And so we began to, we just had a couple of friends that we began to build relationship with. And, you know, sometimes it's not easy when they're different to you. And, and a particular couple who... Um, uh, probably because my husband was more of a, you know, friend, had a friendship. And, I, you know, we had them over for a meal and that was all my husband's doing. He'd organise it. <laughs> I'm not a very good cook. Um, I thank God my kids are grown now. They made it. <laughs> I have those two-for-one vouchers. People invite us out for meals. He gets his veggies. <laughs> anyway, so he organised all that. But what happened was that the, the lady who... There's been acquaintance for a long time. She and I became such good friends. Friends sometimes are hard to find. But I'm saying all that to say that um, I felt the Lord speak to me. And he said, there are people here that are lonely. And I know what that's like. When I pushed out that door of the church and said, God, I don't understand. And, and, and I don't know someone I can talk to. Of course, there was wonderful people in the church I could talk to. But to be a friend to. And I felt the Lord wanted to really release um, just such an anointing to build friendships, to, to break any um, area of, of loneliness. Now, that, I'm not referring to isolation. That's totally different. But I know what it's like to be lonely in a crowd. But the first thing I want to do before we even pray for anyone here in that situation is I just want joy to come forward and... and um, don't remember ever, ever doing this at a women's meeting, but I just felt this, that um, God wants you to know that just like David, that our leaders get tired sometimes and they need people to stand with them. And Joy's, you know, strong. She's going well. She's, you know, everything's fine. But, you know, <laughs> but, you know sometimes we can think the leaders have it all together and we go, oh, gosh, they're right. They wouldn't need a call from me. They wouldn't need a card or they wouldn't need a, you know, how you're going or... or um, they're, they're tough, they're great. Uh, you know, they certainly wouldn't need an encouraging word or something from me or, or a friend that would reach out. And so um, I'm just, I want to pray for joy. And I'm just like, 
those of you here, and this isn't like, um, this sort of is, is no way an enforced thing. It's not a, let me make you feel guilty for not, <laughs> you know what I mean? I do believe God wants to do a prophetic act here. And he wants to bring people close. I mean, I have no idea, you know, um, things, you know, or anything. There's no reason except I just feel in God that no matter, even if it was with David himself, with the mighty King David, needed people to lock, up, lock arms covenantially and say, you know, um, uh, I'll take a bullet for you. You know, church is not about good people functioning well in a gift. It's about friends who'll die for one another. And you know, it takes time to build that kind of friendship. It takes investing into that friendship. And, and, and so I didn't want to embarrass you at all, Joy. But what I'd like, just, just turn around and face me. And I'd like our leaders here that, that, are, that stand with Joy, that are working in the church. And, you know, just well, the leaders in the church or just people just to come. And I want you just to come and put your hand you know, upon her or upon someone that's near with a hand upon her. And I want us just to impart into Joy today. Because I want to say sometimes um, in a work, you know, the enemy comes, comes against the pastor, but also the pastor's wife really cops, cops a battering, really cops it. And uh, Joy has got such an effervescent, bubbly personality. I wouldn't know that, you know, you would even know if she was having a down day. You wouldn't even know that she was um, crying out to God, saying, this is a tough time I'm going through. And also... You know, as a wife, you often carry the burden if your husband's, you know, in the ministry and that sort of thing. So I want to just minister to Joy right now. Father God, we thank you, Lord. Lord, that you are an ever-present help. You are a strength. And God, I thank you that at this season, Lord, at this season, even for, for Mike and Joy, Lord God, that many more giants, that more breakthroughs are going to come at this season. For the Lord would say, yes, daughter, son and daughter, know that there are going to be breakthroughs that you've even dreamed of and you've talked about and you've prayed for. For the Lord says, this is a day when you're going to see much, much more is going to break through on the right and on the left and even as those giants were felled uh, by by David and his team God says I'm going to raise up a mighty mighty team of men and women giant killers ones that would be strong ones that would be connected ones that would be um, lifting up your hands and so the Lord says this is a day when um, I'm going to raise up the dream team I'm going to raise up mighty men and women of faith and of loyalty and of relationship. And God says a band of brothers, a band of sisters would even stand together and you would even know that this is truly the doing of the Lord, the hand of the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Could you pray that, Minna? Oh, God, I just thank you for this awesome woman of faith, of courage, Lord, that you've raised up in this nation, Lord, raised up in this church, but, Lord, you have raising her up throughout the nation. Father, I thank you in this season there's going to be a knitting together of leaders from across the stream, apostolic, prophetic ministries that are going to build the church in the nation. God, they will flow over. Uh, they will flow across denominations. They will flow across movements. God, God, you are raising up your dream team for this nation. And Lord, there have been those who have been hidden away, who you have worked with, who you have had in caves being refined under fire. And Lord, you are going to cause a knitting now. Lord, a flowing out. The rivers of God are going to flow and overflow the banks. And Lord, there'll be such a merging of giftings and abilities that people will not 
not say, I belong here or I belong there. But Lord, there would be a new sense of what the kingdom of God looks like. So I pray for joy, Lord, in the city. Lord, might there be a knitting together of the spirit of God. Father, as she takes her place, Lord, as eldership in the city, over those who are coming in to help build the work of God in this place, God, might she know. Lord, that it's okay to release now because I've raised up. I've raised them up, Joy. I've raised them up. You can release now. For God says he has other plans, other places where he wants you to stand. I can see you with a group of um, men and women and you are like generals looking over the map of the strategy God has for this nation and you're discussing what we should do and how we should do it and who should go where. There's going to come such a oneness of spirit that there will be a putting aside of even our own uh, beliefs in some sense that makes us unique and are coming together for the purpose of the kingdom. Thank you, God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Amen. God has put it within our hearts that we would be able to reach out and build friendship. But I found it sometimes the most scariest thing to do. Um, uh, my, my, um, my daughter was taking my little granddaughter into um, the daycare that she goes to uh, um, she goes to a Christian daycare three days a week and uh, it used to be two days and I minded her. I used to have her every, every Wednesday. We'd go to the play group. But um, when I had a, a little bit of difficulty with my eye, it was sort of like affecting my driving. Um, so, um, so she has gone in the extra day and doing very well. But as, as my daughter Peter was dropping Mia off, she said to her mother as she walked her in, as children were playing, doing crafts, she says, you find me friend, mummy? You find me friend? You find me, friend? And so they walked over to a table and there was a, a little girl there. And Mia said, not that one. Not that one, mummy. Not that one. <laughs> you find me another friend? <laughs> not that one. <laughs> Rejection plus for that poor little girl. But anyway. But there is something in us that, that, that is, you know, a friend sticks closer than a brother. I just want to pray for people who may have felt like I did at that time. And, and I want to say, don't give up trying. And... and you know, it's, sometimes it's not easy um, to find that connection. And, and, uh, but it's often the, the most unusual people. It's often people that you weren't, you know, because we tend to reach out for people we're familiar styles with. But um, God will put you with people that are, you know, opposites and different things like that. But we have to be ready to show ourselves friendly. We need to, you know, um, reach out and, you know, and uh, I, just, uh, I just found that God... It gave me a great, great love for people uh, just by wanting to find out about them. In fact, uh, it used to be a bit embarrassing because um, I used to want to know about people enough to care. So it was almost like I'd given the third degree. <laughs> I, I actually practiced on people on the bus. Hello, what's your name? Where do you live? Oh, how long did you work? <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> and and I, did, I struggled with it. Honestly, I would say, you look pretty boring. I'm, I can't imagine. You know, <laughs> I'm being honest here. And I was a fairly new Christian, but I knew I had to get to know people, you know. <laughs> and I would be interested. And then I got fascinated. Then I found that there were some most amazing people all around me. So today, I just felt the Lord say that, that he wanted to just really minister to people who felt lonely. 
who, who felt lonely in a crowd or, or you know and you can have the most successful people that can really say Lord I just really want to come into close fellowship with other sisters in the Lord and that's you do you just to slip out of your seat right now and um, you know it's no you know there's no shame it's like Jeff when he came up and said we got no friends <laughs> what do you mean we got no friends <laughs> but uh, all jokes aside I want you just to slip out because I really want to pray for you and, um, and minister to you today hallelujah thank you Lord hallelujah praise you Jesus we bless you Lord hallelujah praise you Jesus Thank you, Lord. You know, we need to be people who are reaching out to one another. You know, sometimes we can become so caught up in our Christian life that we don't make room to really build friendships. We get a bit lackadaisical. With, and when we've made friends, we sometimes don't reach out to make new friends or get to know people around about you and, and me. So I believe that, you know, today God's going to start something and he's going to, break something and he's going to release something and then it's up to us to just continue to resource that and to walk in that amen so I want you just to lift your hands right now and he says in Isaiah 6, Psalm 68 that I set the solitary in families I set the solitary in families and so God wants to bring people close and 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 cause you to have people that you can confide in that you can you know, sometimes you even need a friend that you can vent to. <laughs> if you're having a tough time with your husband, you need someone you can trust enough to go in and say, I just want to kill him. And then, oh, Chokora, let us just now pray, sister. And we'll just, no, I just need to vent. <laughs> I just need to. And then I can remember that I'm madly in love with him. You know, we need friends that will be trustworthy and keep our confidences. People that we can reach out to. I'm going to pray first of all that God will break every area of betrayal and fear and things that have not gone well. And then I'm just going to pray as God directs me to, to just release just a, an ability to reach out and make friends. Father, right now in the name of Jesus, I take authority over every negative mindset, every, every area of betrayal or areas where things have not gone as well as they should, where friendships that have been broken for different reasons and have caused a disappointment. Father, in the name of Jesus, I take authority over all of those strongholds and those things that would block us from finding the, the depth of friendship, the friendship that David had with, 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 with men that would take a bullet for him, that others would come alongside, that would care and would love and would pray and would share. Father, in the name of Jesus, I break the power of loneliness. Lord, that there's one thing to draw aside with you. There's one thing to be comfortable in our time alone with you. But Lord, you didn't want us to be lonely. You said, it's not good for a man or a woman to, to be alone. Father, in Jesus' name, I break the power of deep soul loneliness right now. I lay an axe to the root of that thing. And in Jesus' name, where, where there's been an, a, a deep wound of loneliness, Father, where, where, where that wound went deep, let your grace now go deep into that area of disappointment, into that area 
of, of um, isolation, of that loneliness. And in Jesus' name, I pray that you would raise up a roundabout and even open our eyes to see afresh, with fresh eyes the quality, the preciousness of people around about. Lord, that you'd bring alongside, that you'd bring alongside different ones that would be such close friends. Lord, even ones that are different age groups you'd bring together. Father God, that there would be um, mothers in Israel raised up. There would be sisters in the Lord. There would be young ones that would even adopt an older friend to encourage. Father, there would be just such a diversity today. Lord, we cut off loneliness. We cut off uh, all that sense of not being able to reach out. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, God. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Spirit of God just touching people. Thank you, Father. Rachel, is that? The Lord says, daughter, know that I have put even a fresh yoking around your neck and even know that I'm yoking you to myself. For My yoke is easy and my burden is light. And at times you have felt like Rebecca at the well, just uh, just watering camels, just same old, same old, just, uh, um, just going round the same mountain. But God says, surely know that you're coming to the 10th the camel. The Lord says your, your destiny is, is riding on the back of this season. Your Isaac season of laughter is coming. So cast not away your confidence, which is great recompense of reward. For I've put much creativity within you. I've put much um, dignity within you. I've put much um, giftings within you. And the Lord says, surely you're going to find in this next season that it is time to arise and shine. And God says, I'm going to turn your mourning into dancing. And I'm removing even that old season of of, um, low expectation. And God says, I'm opening up a new chapter to the book. God says, it's great expectations. It's new expectations. And so the Lord says, I want you to turn your faith loose and I want you to believe and reach out. For God says, even as a, as a, as a young, young girl, the things that you dreamed about, the things that you hoped for, the Lord says, surely it's going to be greater. It's going to be even opening up. So the Lord says, know that your pen is, the, your tongue is the pen of a ready writer. In this next season, I'm going to cause you to write down the things that I show you. But this is a time of gleaning. Even as Ruth gleaned in the field, this is a time of putting together and correlating and assimilating much truth. For the Lord says, I'm going to release a download, Windows 2010. God says that it's coming hot off the press for you today. And I'm going to write my word upon the table of your heart. And the Lord says that, um, and I see you with all these papers in front of you. And God says, I'm bringing you into a time of intense study. As you study to show yourself approved unto God, a workman that may not be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. The Lord says that there's a teaching anointing within you. There's an ability to process and to understand, even to make uh, complicated things simply put. And so the Lord says, daughter, um, you're going to find in this next season, you're coming into the time where you're going to understand my bridal love and affection for you. And God says that I'm going to cause you to uh, even have those royal robes put around about you, even in a new way. So the Lord says, daughter, my promises are yes and amen to you to this day, to you to on this day. And I just sense that God would say this is a significant day of affirmation 
and coronation because it's putting a crown on your head. There's a sense of, a sense of God um, just bringing you into a new depth of favour. And the thing I see over you is extreme grace makeover. And it's like you've been through some tough times. And it's like the Song of Solomon, the Shudamo, who says, you know, um, don't, don't even look at me because uh, my own vineyard, I haven't had time to, to see it developed. I've had to work hard and I've had to do this and I've had to do that. But God is bringing you into such a place. And I'm not talking outwardly, you're beautiful, but inwardly there's a sense of an extreme grace makeover that God's bringing you into. Father, we bless it today in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. The Lord says, daughter, know that I am bringing you even into a place of intimacy with me. And God says, even as you use this time to even draw nigh unto me. And God says, I'm drawing you even um, to a new well of refreshing. And God says, you've known what it is to go through the valley of Baca. And I see Psalm 84 being a rhema for you that, uh, you know, there's been some things you've had to dig in a time of, uh, uh, of um, it's like the, the, the desert areas. It's like digging into God, digging in faith. And I see you with a shovel and it's a golden shovel. It's a faith shovel. And God says that even though you've been digging ditches, God says, I'm going to cause it to be filled. I'm going to cause it to be filled. And God says, I'm, I'm bringing you to the, to the um, outpouring of an infilling of my presence, of my power, of my promises. So the Lord says, look up and see this is a new season. And even though you do not see wind or rain, but I would even fill fill those areas that you would lift up to me, those hopes and those dreams. God says, you will not go from this place empty-handed. But God says, I am going to fulfill the promises. I'm going to cause you to go away, even with an abundance, even in your heart. And the Lord says, the wealth of the wicked is coming into the hands of the righteous. And so the Lord says, this is a time when you're going to know an outpouring even of the uh, providence and the promises that are yea and amen to you today. Hallelujah. So the Lord says, fear not and fret not. It is the Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom and my delays are not my denials. But I've been allowing you to go through a stretching time. Even as David said, in my distress, in my time of pressure, you've enlarged me. You've made me a bigger person. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. I want each one of you just to put your hand over your heart today. Father, I just thank you today that um, that you set the solitary in families, that you created the house of God, that you created the body of Christ, that we are members one of another, that we are fitly joined together. And even as Sam Ballot and Tobiah mocked Nehemiah and said, are you actually going to build a strong house with these burnt stones, these wearied stones? And as he continued to build, in, the, in the only a couple of months, the wall was totally fortified. And I just hear the Lord say, in the next three months, you're going to find key connections. Uh, even some, it's going to be um, divine connections. It's like there's going to be a cross-pollination. There's going to be an opening up and there's going to be an enriching of relationship. Despise not the day of slow beginnings. Despise not the day of small beginnings because God is going to seed this time with opportunity. Thank you, Lord. Amen. 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 Why don't you just give a piece, somebody a, a hug as you go back to your seat. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Praise God. Thank you. That was great. Excellent.
So right now, actually, I want you just to put your hand over your head today because this is an area in our heads, in our minds. Father, right now, you see the areas of fear and oppression and, and even problems that have loomed large, that have seemed difficult, that we've tried and failed, tried and failed, tried and failed, and, and there's been a spirit of defeat that's come. Father, right now where there's hope deferred, where we've prayed and believed and we've waited and longed, right now, Father God, I take authority over hope deferred. I break the power of intimidation and fear. I curse and lay an axe to the root of the tree of that thinking, that mindset. And Lord, thank you right now that as you place even in our hands that hammer and that tent peg, hallelujah, just lift your hands right now. For the Lord would say, surely indeed the cloud that's big as a man's hand is beginning to arise on the horizon. And even where you've even said, um, I'm praying, but I can't see anything yet. I can't feel anything yet. But God says, surely, even a seven is an end time number. This is a new season. And there is a cloud coming on the horizon. It's my hand of power. It's my hand of breakthrough. It's my hand of deliverance. It's my hand of grace. And the arm of the Lord is not too short that it cannot save. The arm of the Lord is not too short and I'm reaching down into many waters and I'm delivering you from the hand of things that's been too strong for too long. And the Lord says, this day, know that the devil is under your feet for the God of peace is crushing Satan underneath your feet this day. And everywhere the sole of your foot treads, I am going to give it to you and I'm releasing a treading anointing and you will tread down the enemy. And God says, surely you're going to see even in your families, there's going to come breakthrough and your children are going to be delivered even through your breakthrough and this will even have a domino effect. And so the Lord says it is time to arise and shine and I'm extending the fiery torch of revival and I'm taking many out of survival and into revival and I'm releasing a fresh baptism of my power for I'm releasing a word of power and it is the day of my power. And God says, surely this day, no, my word in your heart is going to be like a hammer. My word in your heart is going to be like a tent peg. So this day, you're going to take a hold of my word. And you will even see as you lay the axe to the root of the tree, as you destroy, root out, pull down and overthrow. In that very place you'll build and plant. Even the promises, the breakthroughs that I have determined for this season. For I am the God of breakthrough. And the I am is going to do the I am. The I am. The I am is going to do. I'm going to do what I do best. I'm a creative God. So the Lord says, faith calls those things that be not as though they already are. Faith has a voice. So God says this day, as they shouted before the walls came down, as they praised before the battle finished, as you lift up holy hands and as you worship and honor me this day, ambushments are being set against the enemy. Angels are being released on your behalf. And I'm turning the place of defeat into a place of double portion blessing, double portion breakthrough, double portion release. Hallelujah. 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 <coughs> Hallelujah. 
and I'm surrounding you with songs of deliverance and I am putting in your heart a new song it's a brand new day it's a brand new start there's a new horizon I'm giving you my heart You're gonna know my love And I'm reaching down from above I'm drawing you up to be Seated right now with me, yes And you'll inherit the throne of glory Says the Lord It's a move of my glory God, for even as I raise my son by the glory of the Father, I'm raising my church up in this hour with resurrection, life, and power. The glory is upon you, the glory has begun to You'll arise and shine and see I truly am the Lord of all And I make all things, all things beautiful in its time and season I make all things beautiful in its time and season So give me the ashes of a previous season Give me the brokenness Give me the disappointments Give me the defeats Give me the things that's been in the too hard basket. Give me the things that you've thought will that ever change. For all your changes are in me. And now God says there's a divine exchange. My purpose, my beauty, my plans will succeed and flourish. For the word will prosper where it is sent today. It will prosper in the thing that it is sent to. And I'm sending my word into the corridors, the recesses, the inner chambers of your heart. And you're going to know a fresh word of hope. For I'm going to cause the valley of difficulty and trouble to become now a door of hope. And it's a wide open and effectual door. And even though there's been many adversaries, the Lord has defeated them all. and shine rise and shine take my hand it's a new day has begun hallelujah thank you Lord hallelujah one thing I'd like you to do is just to once again put your hand on someone next to you the Bible says this God broke the captivity of Job when he prayed for someone else's release it says that he went through all that and he said I can see what you're doing and God said in his word that the captivity was broken when he prayed for someone else. So I want you just to release breakthrough and stand in the gap and, and pray that blessing. Pray that breakthrough anointing. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Breakthrough. Thank you, Father. Breakthrough. Breakthrough, Lord. We see breakthrough. Thank you, Jesus. Breakthrough. Breakthrough. Hallelujah. We release breakthrough. Two or three together can pray, however you like to pray. Just be released to just 
release that breakthrough. And God gave Job double and double. And there was none so fair as the daughters of suffering. There was none so fair of the daughters that have come through the Job season. There's none so fair of those that have been through the pearly gates of suffering. There's none so fair as the jewels that have been shaped and cut and polished. Hallelujah. There's none so fair. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. This young lady here with the grey dress, could you, tap, could you lift up your hands right now? The Lord says, know that this is going to be a time when I'm going to turn things around. And God says that I'm going to cause you, even in your creativity and even in the things that have been dormant within you, because of those things that have come against you, it's tried to shut you down and even cause things to be dormant. But I'm igniting those giftings. And the Lord says, you're going to have such a freedom. And the Lord says, I'm going to raise you up, even as one that's on display, even that, that would have such a freedom that others would find contagious. And they'll say, I'll have what she's having. And the Lord says, I'm going to put a sick in your hand because it's going to be a great anointing to harvest but I'm going to take you into places that others may not have opportunity to go into and I see you going into creative areas of fashion and, and education and places that, that God says my word will take you there and you'll go in for one reason but you'll find out there's another reason that you're there so the Lord says daughter this is a day when I'm going to turn things around and God says what the enemy meant for evil I will now bring great good out of the devil had known the plan of God and what it would produce, he never would have come against the Lord of glory. God says, surely, if the devil had known, he never would have. The Lord says, surely this day know that you're going to found, find a crown of righteousness coming upon you, says the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I've forgotten your name. Could you come forward? Thank you. What was your name again? Ali. How could I forget your name? Just lift your hands. The Lord says, I've put within you a champion spirit. God says, I've put within you the spirit of the overcomer. And even that Deborah anointing is upon you. And you will overcome through the blood of the lamb, the word of your testimony, and the sacrificial heart that you have. And the Lord says, daughter, I've called you to raise up a company of Deborahs. And God says, there's an anointing that says, come on, we're well able to take the land. And I've put within you that spirit of encouragement. And God says, do not underestimate the power of encouragement. For even as Barnabas was a son of encouragement, you're going to know what it is to pull people out of, out of powerlessness and learned helplessness and people that have had analysis paralysis and depression and God says you can have authority over the strongholds that have kept people limited kept people even um bound by the conditioning of the past and the Lord says surely this day your, your destiny is to release the destiny of others and to pull them forth and to bring them out and God says even at a young age you'll be known as a mother in Israel and God says even that heart of a shepherdess even that heart of one that would want to gather like Jesus said how I long to Jerusalem, Jerusalem to gather you like a mother hen would gather her chicks and the Lord says there's a gathering anointing upon you there's an anointing to raise up powerful mighty team ministry and the Lord says daughter you're going to lead the charge and I'm going to put a trumpet to your mouth for that prophetic anointing is coming out more and more and more and God says I'm going to give you words of life and words that will even turn messes into messages and God says you're going to have authority over the spirit defeat and I'm going to put a double portion of breakthrough that you might release the spirit of the overcomer so the Lord says rise up O daughter of Zion this day I'm taking you even to a new level to a new anointing to a new place of intimacy and also revelation there'll be revelation on the right and revelation on the left and the Lord says even that you've been crying out to know me even in that greater way God says there's going to, I'm going to show up and show off on your behalf says the Lord hallelujah be blessed today 
in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Amen.